This week on Dice Boys. By the way, did anyone catch the best fucking bar name I've ever come up with for a coastal town called The Watering Hole? Did anyone catch that? No. Last week? Oh, damn it. I don't know. Wait, Wait, that I you said? It. I'm still not on the train yet. That like, you mentioned? Like the hole of a boat. H-U-L-L. Oh. The Watering oh. Hole. Yeah. It's hole. Okay. Not hole. Didn't catch that. Well, it's, I mean, it's hole, 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 you hole, can say, hole. You could say it more different. For some reason, when you say it, it sounds way more similar than when anybody <laughs> else says it. <laughs> yeah. Hole, hole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hole. Watering hole. Yeah. Watering hole. I think I, I don't think I knew you were saying hole. At hole. 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 Think of like a hole. Instead of like H-O-L-E. Hole. Hey everyone, Dungeon Master Blake here. Thanks so much for tuning in again this week to Dice Boys. This here is episode two of our second season, which we are calling... The Forgotten Bard. And last time, during his morning jog, Alok met the titular bard, uh, a kind-souled and spiritually-minded half-elf named Koskahava, who, under the stage name of The Confessor, is a well-known musician all across the continent of Sosoria. Koskahava tried to hire our heroes to recover a long-lost family heirloom called the Numos Harp which was stolen from his family by a rival family of dwarves, the Woestones. Koss claims that he hopes the harp will bring him back into the good graces of his estranged father. Prior to Koss's arrival, though, the headquarters of the Organization of the Black Goblet was set upon by some punk-rocky rat folk who were hell-bent on revenge for the death of their brethren during season one of Dice Boys. And a flaming Molotov cocktail was thrown, a broken window resulted, but the heroes emerged victorious. There were a few consequences, though. One was some more awkward interactions with the wagon rights from across the street, and the other was drawing the attention of the local law enforcement, most notably the sheriff a frumpy-looking female human named Sheriff Sepp, who appeared to know more than she was letting on. After Matthias used his quick thinking to convince the law enforcement to leave, the heroes found themselves sitting with Koskahava, deciding whether or not to accept his job offer and hunt down the Numos Harp. Will they indeed take the quest, and what will it entail? Let's find out. Let's go down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. So, Dodge, when the law enforcement showed up, uh, yeah. due to your whoop, whoop. <laughs> your nighttime activities, you uh, you took the opportunity to sneak upstairs. Safest to expect the worst, you know what I'm yeah. saying? While everyone's downstairs talking to Sheriff Sepp, you are upstairs, sweaty palmed and a little anxious, and you eventually hear the voices subside downstairs and you hear the front door close and you 
part the curtain from the side of the window a little bit and peek out and you see Sheriff Sepp walk out into the street. She's there with her right-hand man, this this tall human with a huge sword. The rest of the town guard that had shown up with them are taking these rat folk bodies that they found in y'all's dumpster and are piling them in the back of this wagon. And they're kind of cleaning up and looking at the the murder scene on the street. And I mean, self-defense, though. Yeah, they attacked our home. What yeah, were we supposed to do? Like a gang fight scene? Yeah. You don't really know because you guys did. Wait, are we, a, are we because, a gang? I mean. No, they're, a, they're the gang. Depends on your point of view. Because Matthias played lawyer, uh, you don't really know. Not yet. What, <laughs> later. You don't really know why she showed up and what the intent of her conversation was. But you do all get the sense, other than you, Dodge, because you weren't down there. But the rest of you do get the sense that maybe she knows a little bit more than she let on. Dodge, you see out in the road, she is looking at the last remnants of this fight scene and directing everyone, pointing. She kind of meanders across the street over to the wagon rights. You see her having a conversation with this dwarf. This short dwarf that has the like tattooed head that came over and gave you guys the wood totally. to board up your window. Uh, Reich was his name. You can't tell what they're saying, but he's kind of gesticulating and pointing up the street. He's got this wrench in his hand. Already his hands are greasy, and he's pointing up the street and then pointing at y- y'all's business, pointing at the like the f- scene of the fight, and you can just kind of see Sheriff Sepp nodding her head and scratching her head a little bit in confusion. And then she's got this stub of this cigar still in her hand and scratching her head. I'm going to lean back from the window. Great, yeah. And you do that just as Reich points at the front of the headquarters and she is about to turn her head to look at the building. So yeah, you, you duck back just in time. And you can hear uh, downstairs all the commotion, the chaos of everyone being down in there. Um, Sheriff Sepp and Maynard, her, her right-hand man, Koss and his his companion, Judas, and everyone else from the Black Goblet, all, everyone downstairs, like just this huge commotion and this chaos. You can hear it's kind of subsiding. The rest of you are downstairs with Koss and Judas. He's watched this whole scene with Sheriff Sepp play out. He's kind of got a smile on his face, Matthias, after having watched you shut her down. And he looks at you, Biggle, and he says, So you're you're going to take the job then? Boss? We don't really have any other uh, income stream at the moment. And frankly, (laughs) I'm quite bored. Uh, You know, being around here, sweeping, cleaning. That just, that kind of work doesn't really suit me. I can see that. I can see you're meant for bigger things. So, you know, we've talked about the job offer. Uh, We haven't really negotiated the price yet, which seems to be the the great sticking point moving forward. Certainly. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to I'm happy to have that conversation with you. Why don't we all have a seat? Uh, Do you have a do you have a conference room or a? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just follow us into the back and. uh, Alok, he'll lead the way. The room's I know all set up at. there. He'll take you at. back there. I'll yeah. be, I'll be just a minute. Yeah, and it's literally 
on the other side of this curtain doorway from this small room that you're in, and you lead him into the break room, which is, again, just a very small room with a tiny little round table and just a couple chairs around it. The remnants of Biggles' breakfast chaos are scattered about in this room, and there's some flies flying around, like old bits of food. There's dirty dishes laying around. Just a complete detritus of unkempt headquarters. Like, like just the shittiest office kitchen, essentially, is is this tiny little break room. And there's the doorway that leads to Yon Yon's... My sweet basement. Yeah, your sweet basement. And there's the doorway <laughs> that leads to Biggle's study or workshop. And there's the stairway that leads upstairs to where the other rooms are, which is where Dodge is. Alok, you kind of pull a couple chairs up and let Judas and Koss I have tell, a seat. I tell them to make themselves comfortable. Is, is there anything I can get for you guys? Um, uh, there might be something uh, downstairs or in in the cupboard I can look for. Um, do you guys want water or? They seem fine. Koss will tell you that both him and Judas are they're good, and Judas kind of nods along, and uh, he seems he seems kind of anxious to kind of get this. Uh, conversation this negotiation going so that you guys can move forward biggle you you're the last one to come in um alok you lead them in you sit them down uh yon yon you follow in matthias dodge you're upstairs and biggle are you doing something before i'm kind of just watching to make sure that the that the detective across the street like i love this cinematic shot of you standing in front of this broken window your tiny little gnome body just coming up barely over the the bottom sill of the window where the broken glass is we get the shot from the street uh of you just creepy kind of like guy next door looking out the window no, watching no, them no, no, not like that <laughs> Not being creepy about it. These dudes just like busted through the front window of my business. So yeah. I'm like, I want to make sure that they're taken care of. Also, she kind of gave me a little bit of the creeps. Yeah, right? we really like, don't she want knows the law, too much like, about us. Kind of so like in our whole I kinda I'm like sandwich trying to see area. what's going on. Like So I want I'm, you to I'm more of like the nosy old old lady neighbor yes as exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. creepy guy right no no no, 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 no. that's good yeah that, that's yeah <laughs> yeah the nosy old lady neighbor yeah yeah, okay. yeah. you're the you're <laughs> the old guy that's yeah. like what the fuck's going on over here yeah. yeah all right so yeah you're kind of squinting and just watching them and they've loaded up the bodies and she's done asking her questions of the wagon rights across the street and they load up onto the wagon and they start riding away as they do she kind of looks towards you and catches eyes with you and i want you to give me a perception check that's not going to be very good that's going to be a six okay i wave at her and she gives you a a a nice friendly kind of side smile and nods you just get the sense that she knows a little bit more than she's letting on yeah this is paranoid biggle is starting to develop in his brain right now yeah so eventually, all of you end up in the break room with Koss. Unless, Dodge, are you staying upstairs? And I'll just take a peek out to make sure they've, they've left. You take the handle of your whip and use that to kind of pull the curtain away from the side of the window and peek out from the side, and you can, you can hear the clatter of their wagon heading down the street. You see them leave, and you feel more comfortable, and you head downstairs, too. And uh, So you're all in the break room. It's kind of tight in there. Not everyone can sit. Koss is he's kind of directing 
his statements to all of you, but focusing on Yon Yon and Biggle as he's picked up that you guys are the, the leaders of this organization. And he says, to remind you, my family has this harp. It's called the Numos harp. It's a long-standing family heirloom, and I, I have... And he kind of leans back and looks up toward the ceiling as he's remembering something, and he, he says, I just have these wonderful memories from when I was a child of my mother playing the harp. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to get it back, but there are a few complications. My family, the Kahavas, have had a long-standing feud with a clan of dwarves, the Wostone clan. Specifically, my father, Kryolus, he and the head of this Wostone clan, uh, Johannes, Johannes Wostone, have hated each other for a long time. I think it might have something to do with our family's summer estate being built right along their their trade route. I, I, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. The, you don't say. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure the 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 roots of this this feud, but nevertheless, the Woestone clan currently possesses the Numos harp. They stole it, or they procured it somehow. <laughs> Uh, during the course of this feud. What's so special about this Numos harp? Yes, why do why do you want us to... I mean, does it have some magical properties? It's Yeah, because we're... I you mean, have a pretty sweet guitar there. I we're don't not interested in, in uh, procuring for you some sort of special, uh, well-crafted instrument. That's not what we're about here at the Black Goblet. I mean, we're it interested if it has some let's, sort let's, of magic... Let's, let's hear him out. You know, like... He, it's the confessor. Um, I says, don't. I don't know what that says, means. I'm the fucking confessor. <laughs> he says thank, thank you, Alok, but I, uh, my notoriety has no bearing on this whatsoever. And and your question is good, Biggle. I I, I I I can see that you want something more substantive than just being involved in a family feud. And well, that's fine. we're not thieves here at the Black Goblet. Uh, we're yeah. scientists. <laughs> Well, there is a gray area between, <laughs> but ultimately, we're here for the purpose of exploration and understanding. Well, to that end, I want to state very clearly, um, you will be retrieving this harp for me. This is not an item that you will keep for yourself. That well, being yes. said, as a scientist, as you say, I think that you will find it quite interesting. It does have some properties, I believe. Anyway, everyone thinks of the Orum differently, but I believe that this harp can access the Orum in a special way. I think that my mother felt that, and I certainly felt that way when I was a young one, and she would play it. Ah. Did she... You grew up with your mother always playing the harp. Did she write her own songs? Uh, is that I was too young to remember, to tell you the truth, if they were old songs or her own creations. But uh, we'll get to that in a minute. I, I, I want to explain the specifics and the, the, the complications that you're going to face because I feel like an organization like yours, you want to have all the information going into it so that you're not surprised by something, right? Amen, brother. You know, we established this, and I'm, I'm so glad to have you here. Knowledge so is power. Here, That's right. We're getting, we're getting real people now. And, and Judas, <laughs> Judas will lean to him and say, like, tell him about the marble tankard. Tell him about, tell him about the tankard. Tell him about the... And he says... Yeah, I, I was I was getting there. Um, so, as I said, the this, the Woestone clan 
stole the heart from my family, so you won't be thieves by taking it back. You'll be reclaimers, as it were. You're always taking something from somebody. That's we don't end. need to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. I appreciate you finding the nuance in the taking of things, Yon Yon. That's a, that's a great way to look at it. And I'll just like, push my red glasses down and give him a little wink. He gives you a smile and a nod back. So the Wollstone clan has our family heirloom, but my father has theirs. It's called the Marble Tankard. And this is where it gets a little tricky. I haven't spoken to my father in decades. But I don't think you're going to get the harp back from the Woestones if you don't give them the marble tankard. Why don't you leave the thing to us on that matter? That's fair enough. Well, to be clear, if we're going to be taking two items, we're going to be asking for double the price. <laughs> And uh, you see Judas kind of uh, leans in, and, and he's all wide-eyed, and he leans in, and, and he says to Koss, he says, he says, I don't know, double the price. I don't know. That's, that's really crazy. And, and Koss just kind of puts up his hand, and he says, that's fair enough. We, I, we're here to negotiate, so I'm just trying to tell you all the ins and outs of it. I can't imagine the Woestones giving you the harp if you don't have the tankard. That's understandable. What is this tankard? What does it do? I'm the last one to tell you. I have no idea. All I know is it's important to the Woestones in the way that the harp may is important I, may to I see us. It? Do you have it with you now? No. This is the part that's sticky. My father has it. At our summer estate. Where he lives now. Does anybody else find it silly that a family heirloom from a group of dwarves is a giant tankard? No? I don't get how it's sticky. You just no, I, I think it is very, uh, how you say, a, a stereotypical. Um, so I do not want to fall into the stereotypes. It seems to me that what we have here is a problem with, with uh, you do not eyes. want to talk. You do not want to talk to your father about uh, about a, a cup, uh, which if you exchange this cup. Uh, with, with some dwarves, you can get a harper back. So it looks to me that. Uh, that you are a coward and you not want to speak to your father, so you're hiring us to speak to your father. Now, I have not heard your music. I'm sure you Mateus, this. Mateus! <laughs> He's trying to give us money to do this job. Oh, oh, I, oh no, I, I get... Oh, yes. There's no need to belittle the man right in front of him. We'll no, talk yes, about no, all I, of okay. this shit later. I see business. No, I, I do not understand the capitalist game. It's very difficult your for me. Your cowardness means nothing to us. It's totally so understandable. I got a question, Mr. If you ain't, a coward. You ain't talking to your dad, but why... How you think we're about to go in here and speak on our behalf or yours and obtain this tankard from him? But I do speak Elvish, and I think that Yon Yon does too, so we should be fine. Than to just go and retrieve the harp from these cantankerous dwarves. There are a lot of questions and points brought up in the last 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, Pickle, we are never having another negotiation with the Suyazis in the room as well. Well, you know, you learn some (laughs) things as you go. (laughs) Every day is a moment to learn, I guess. he says, first, t- to the point of my cowardice, I admit to it fully. Uh, this is why I want the harp. I'm hoping that if I can bring it to my father, I can use it as a way to get back into his good graces or... Yeah, all right. So for this whole plan to work, we pretty much need to just go get that shit for you without him even knowing about it, right? That is part of it, yes. But I don't think I can stress this highly enough. I don't think the dwarves are going to relinquish the harp if you don't come with the tankard how many dwarves are we talking (laughs) 
It's a full clan, so dozens. So like, dozens, okay. I a lot, can take a lot like, of dwarfs. I could take like two or three. Does this not strike anyone else as out of character that Alok is just willing to murder for this harp? I didn't say. I didn't say that. Alok, you have a, a wife and daughters. Is I can throw them. <laughs> yes, but they will still run back into the fray. What if I throw them like in the water? So how? So how far? How far will you throw these dwarves? Is this like 100 feet, 200 feet? Well, maybe the there's like a cliff next to us. I don't know. No, that is murder. Well, no. <laughs> I just look over at Bigel and just shake shake my head. Never again. Never, never <laughs> well, fucking again. So I again. think I that the pertinent information is we need to recover the tankard in order to then trade it for the harp so this that your dad yes. will love you again. But we can't have your father knows that we. But he can't know. So, the question I have for you is: How much is that worth to you? Well, I'm not so sure that he can't know. I I just know that I'm the wrong one to ask him for it, or to to try to convince him. I'm going to insist that Judas comes with you. Oh my God! That guy was Judas the little one. Uh, he's not. He's he's not little. He's a, he's actually. Pretty tall. I meant, yeah, I meant yeah. personality-wise. <laughs> he, so super. He, in- he Judas laughs. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Shh. Don't stop talking. <laughs> he's like, no, no. You, you, just trust me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be a big help. I'm sure you are, Judas. I've been, I've, been, I've, 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 I've been. Well, I've seen. I haven't been. I've seen. Well, I know a little bit about. The Kahava Estate. So I, ha- I mean, I haven't been, but I know where it is. And where, where is it? Uh, well, it's. And he kind of looks over at Koss, and Koss just says, you know, just kind of gestures with his hands as to say, like, yeah, go ahead, take it. And he says, well, it's if you if you follow the road uh, east out of town, and 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 and, and then you. It, you're heading into the Coastway Woods. There's 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 a sign that leads up to the Woestone Road, which uh-huh, is the up road to that the Woestone Road. Yeah, uh-huh, and, and but so like along the Woestone Road, there's another smaller private road that oh, leads okay. up to the the Kahava Estate, mm-hmm. and, and 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 that's that that's where it is, and and that, so I I know where it is. I mean, I have to, like so I've, I I, I that's, I'm going to be a huge that's help. what you know. That's that's really great. But I also know costs really well, and and so I can I I I'm going to be instrumental in helping you guys. I see what, I see what you did there. In helping you, you know, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a bard pun. Instruments. I'm going to be instrumental in helping you guys parlay with Koss's dad, so that you can get the tankard from him, mm, yes. so that we can then go to the dwarves mm. and get the harp from them, so that we can give the harp to Koss, so he can he can be with his dad again. <laughs> Sorry, just yeah. You oh, keep losing me on. That I want to make an insight check on this guy. Okay, and how do you know the confessor? Oh, it's a super long story, and I'll tell you on the way to uh, to the Kahava Estate. I'll tell you all about it. Uh, what are you making an insight check to ascertain, Biggle? I want to ascertain if he has some sort of other motive here. Like, do I get the sense that he's okay? What did you roll? I rolled a seventeen. He is very enthusiastic to get this harp for uh-huh. for Koss. Uh, listen, uh, Judas. So I 
appreciate and am moved by your enthusiasm here. Um, you know, typically, I would say it's not my custom to bring people along on adventures who I don't, you know, know or trust or care about. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I appreciate that you have uh, something something to say here and something in, involved. I would just like to know why. Why should we bring you and why, why should we care? Because you just told us where to go. And, uh, you know, and his I, eyes get wide and like, he looks at... I feel like perhaps maybe you don't uh, think that we can handle it. You know, talking to Casa's father and all and... Uh, I just, I just think, I, I, I think that, no, 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 uh, you, you can, to, you can, you can handle it. No, you absolutely can handle. It. I just think, I just think that if I'm there, it's gonna be, it's, I'm gonna help you. Yeah, you like, know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I get you. I get that. I want to know, like, how. Yes. Yeah, like, what are you asking? What you're going to provide to the party, and you just keep saying you're going to help us. Well, I. I, I so I do you know his father? Are you do you, are not? You, I mean, you don't seem not very really, like not really well. I don't know him speaking. really well. I I, 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 but I know him. I, I know who he is. Listen, so, like uh, when so let me just for when we hired these these guys, we did um, an interview with them where they showed us a skill. Yeah, that you got to earn valued. it. Yeah, right. And so far, you've just talked a big game, but you haven't proven anything. Do you play to an us. instrument? So, why I would like you to demonstrate something to us as a reason why we should trust you. How tall are you? Like, yeah, just act like Boss Biggle here is an old man. Uh, what's his name? Old man cost whatever. Daddy, you just give him a speech right now. Let's hear it. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> Judas. It's been a very long time since I've seen you. What are you doing here? And he says, oh, 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 so I'm supposed to pretend that you're, you're, he's looking at you, Biggle, and he, and he says, I'm supposed to pretend that you're Costa's dad now? He's not doing very good, is he, Matthias? This, this is a terrible performance. Is that going to be difficult for you? Yeah, I mean, you could, you could choose Yon Yon if that. I'd rather, I don't want to talk, yeah, I, I think it'd be easier, I'd be more in character yeah, if I talk to an elf, because sure, Costa's dad is an elf. No, I understand So, yeah, I, if I'm talking this to a gnome, first it's going to throw me off. It's not the first time. Hi, I'm Costa's dad, it's good to see you. <laughs> What was your name again? So we're, are we doing the scene now? Is this Jupus? Are we doing the scene? Juppard? Okay, yeah. No. Joppy? Ju Hello, sir. My name's Judas, and we would like to get the tankards so we can... How do you know about this tankard? Because it's special, and, and, <laughs> and you that's why you have it, and the harp's more special, so... That is a very bad position to take, because we all know this as well. We could walk up to... Uh, to no, I just I, we could say I'm the sorry. exact same thing and be very much more persuasive. Okay, hold on. Can we cut scene for a second? And he just like does a timeout symbol with his hands. He's like, cut, can we just cut scene? I just need to like, I just need to get in character a little bit more because I'm I'm having a hard time. Like, just I I don't know. You came out. He looks at you, Yon, and he's like, you came out really aggressive as the dad, and I just picture the dad being a little bit more like. <laughs> you weren't really selling it with your eyes, though. You really need to sell it better with your eyes, Judas. And Cos uh, Cos kind of raises his hand, and. And it, got away from and, it, and it brings it, it kind of brings everything to a stop and he says I'm sorry I, I understand that this is a big ask and I'm willing to pay for it but I, I have to insist that Judas comes with you 
It's okay. You can, we, we can break them. We're just, <laughs> we're just, <laughs> we were just messing we're with just them anyway. Around, you know, you, you gotta when you have employees sometimes and people implore you, you have to you have to lighten the mood. You know, it's a relationship. You know, it makes it, the tension between us softer. But we will take the extra. Yeah, the you, extra we are going to have to charge Definitely. a little bit to bring your goofy ass friend because we're probably going to have to protect him. He doesn't seem too sharp or dexterous. Does he even have a weapon? I put my hand to my mouth and I say, "If he dies." Are we going to be responsible for that? I just want to make that clear. Yeah, we have some waiver forms that we're going to uh, need you to sign. <laughs> and I'll take my hand and kind of point, <laughs> covering the finger, though. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, Jupus over here dies. So. Jupus. Nice. Koss <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks at you very intently and says, if it comes down to it, it's more important that Judas comes back to me than the harp. Okay. That's good to know. I'm just waiting for you and, to and Judas, they, they kind of look at each other. They give each other a look. So Koss says, so are we all on the same page? I, I think the only thing we haven't talked about is payment. You're going to take Judas with you. He'll help you to get the tankard from my father. You can use the tankard to parlay with the woe stones to get the harp back. You come back to me. I'm happy to pay you part up front and part upon exchange. I, I'm just curious to know what your price is. That is... um. <laughs> you know, it's a lot. So. <laughs> he uh, says, how does 300 up front sound and 500 on retrieval? Yeah, that's exactly what we were thinking. I was, and, think, and, I was thinking about 200 gold to go get the item and talk to his father. And you guys... 200 gold to, to go take the item to the dwarves and then about another... Yeah, that, yeah that, seems, that seems about right, yes. And you guys, this is, I mean, this is an insane amount of money. I, Amadeus paid you 500 for... Yeah, dude, we're getting right. a pool yeah, out but back. Amadeus yeah. said, go here, get thing, bring back. It's go here, get thing from dude, get thing <laughs> to take to dude, to take to another dude, to take another thing from another dude, to take to another and dude. And babysit that's that's like four jobs. And then make dad love you. Yeah, and then we all... Yeah, make dad love you. And we also, we also have to make sure his goofy-ass <laughs> friend doesn't die. That, that part's not on it. And speaking of the dad, uh, <laughs> last time I had... Uh, a couple of you guys make insight rolls, and I believe the outcome was that you, Matthias, and you, Yon-Yon, both realized that Casa's not a full elf. He's, He's a half, half elf. elf. Yeah. But he looks to be... He looks on the surface to everyone else to be a full elf. Yeah. yeah. So... Did you just Did buy you a new candy know? bar or something over there? Yeah, I'm just like, mm, okay. <laughs> Yum. Uh, <laughs> I hear that. So, I can get some that. delicious. That and that and that. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So, yeah. So, Koss um, says, all right. Well, it sounds like we're all... It sounds like a deal, well, my friend. Well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> can, can you also um, do like a uh, like a private show, maybe at the Renob, uh, when you when oh, we're done? Jesus. I hate you so much. <laughs> Uh, he he chuckles and he says, Alok, nothing would be, bring me more joy than to have you bring me back the harp and for me to play it for you. Well, How I, did you well, I'm now? sold. I'm sold. Boss. Yeah. Shake, shake his hand. Shake his hand. Now, if I may offer one piece of advice. Um, so I must make it clear that we, we do not guarantee uh, the relationship with your father to be reunited when we are done. I think that, that <laughs> it should be out of the contract, yes? He says, he says, it's, that was never in the contract. <laughs> he says, that, that one's on me. No, but the, imp- the implication was very heavy. It's, it's Judas I, no, I felt about it too, quite a bit, yes. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how do you measure that success? Yeah, exactly. That is a very uh, uh, gray area. We should be uh, covering our bots, if you will. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he says uh he says I don't I don't have any expectation for you to to facilitate that engagement. As I told my friend Alok here, I yeah, Alok, you just you kind of lose <laughs> he it when you his refer- <laughs> Yeah. Uh as I told my friend Alok here earlier this morning, I I find myself coming back to Clifftide over and over hoping I have the courage to to try to try for things, but I, I think if you if you can get the harp for me, I, I I think that's what'll do it, and I that's all I can ask. Uh, could you just do one more thing, uh, real quick before you leave? Um, could you uh, could you sign this for me? And I pull out um, like a big piece of paper, and on it is a picture of a giant tower, and then a bunch of faces of us on it. <laughs> okay, and um some other people who are not important or anymore (laughs) uh, just right at the bottom uh it's gonna be it's for somebody else uh you can make it out to your friend please if you would says all right yeah and you you provide like a, a, a quill and ink for him and uh he says you want me to make it out to your friend yeah yeah that's perfect all right, to, to to my friend to my oh uh, I, yeah, he, yeah, he I scribbles mean, out he's uh, like oh sorry I thought oh, you meant your uh, he says <laughs> <laughs> come on uh, to my friend and then he signs it the con- do you want or uh, before he goes to sign it he says do you want me to sign it with my name or as the confessor well uh, I think that your name would be great he signs it uh, to my friend Kas Kahava. Perfect. Thanks. Think of it as a contract. He says, that, that's incredibly nebulous, and I don't really know what it means. But so. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's not for you. <laughs> he says, fair enough. All right. Uh, I'll reach out my hand. and He shakes it very firmly, and, and you, Yon-Yon, you get a moment to look through his like, kind of wire spectacles at these just really kind eyes. Thank you very much, Rionon. I can tell that all of you in this room have worlds waiting for you. Just give him the old thumbs the th- up. Th- give, yeah. give him the thumbs up. Yeah. I'm sure you have preparations to make. I'll, uh, Judas and I will go back to where we're staying and I'll send him back down in a couple hours. And Judas, I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, this is, this is going to be great. I, I, you, I think you're gonna be surprised at what I have to offer. I, I, I just, I didn't like. Just again, the scene, I just wasn't really ready. I haven't done the improv thing for a while, so. But, but you'll see. You'll see. It's gonna be great. Well, sir, you're gonna. Are you gonna stay here with us tonight? We'll probably head out in the morning, right? Uh, There's an empty bunk, you know, right upstairs. Says, you can have that. Uh, before you go up, uh, though, if you could just clean up the kitchen here that would be great he says yeah 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 i i just need to go back so there's a broken glass in the front <laughs> just sweep that up and... <laughs> are you handy with uh, what i mean with a name like judas i assume maybe you are uh, a carpenter of some sort uh do you know how to uh he says just i'm not fix really a, fix, a, fix not... a fucking window and i'll just like go down to my basement okay yeah so uh he basically agrees to go back to his room and get his traveling supplies which includes uh, a sword, a small little short sword, and um, a uh, a mandolin. No, let's make it a ukulele. A ukulele. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Love it. Send, uh, it. send it. Guy. At least it's not a pair of bongo drums. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, no. It's just, no, uh, it's just a rain stick. <laughs> 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 it's got one of those fucking egg shakers. <laughs> oh, 
Not even. Uh, and so, so he says, yeah, yeah. Definitely I'll, not a djembe. Definitely a djembe. <laughs> Oh, oh, like what's those blade. things from the World Cup? Those trumpet things? Oh, Vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. <laughs> 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 uh, no, he uh, he agrees to co- he agrees to come back in a couple hours and do all the work that you ask him to do. Fuck right, yeah, that, yeah. that's right. He does. So uh, you guys Fucking presumably ding dong and not having to fix shit. You guys presumably get all the things you need um, gathered. You gather your supplies and. Um, you're getting you're getting ready to head out and preparing. You Judas shows up after he gets his stuff uh, a couple hours later and cleans up the window and uh, does a very piss poor job of uh, nailing some boards across it. But it's going to be functional enough in, in the interim. And he cleans the kitchen very well, actually. Uh, it's pretty strong contrast between his carpenter skills and his kitchening skills, but. <laughs> Well, one is very easy to do, and then the other is very complicated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's basically me. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> He's basically really me. Quick. I can't build a thing, but I can... Oh, I can I, wash I can, a I plate, I can wash dude. some fucking... Have you ever seen somebody <laughs> wash a plate like me? It is pro level. I would like to see the person that can I temp out my water, dude. I pour my fucking water. cannot do this shit. It's just yeah. like, I don't... I can't. I don't... I don't want to get the, my hands wet. There's some math involved. I can't do it. Um... So, yeah, and are, are you guys going to head out in the evening, or are you going to head out in the morning, or? Morning, I would assume, yeah. I'm going to go down to, to to my little basement and just kind of read. Okay, great. So, it, during the evening, b- before you all head out, Dodge, you're in your room. I think you have a room here upstairs. And it's like an open bunk area. You got all your stuff out, and you just have the all your stuffs all your stuffs packed. You laid it out like like a fucking action movie. You know, yeah, all your totally. weapons and stuff like compartmentalized. Cleaning them, yeah. yeah. And so you have it all packed away, and you just have you have that you're sitting on the edge of your bed with your pack next to you, and it's nighttime. The stars are out. It's quiet out on the street. It's quiet downstairs. Uh, it's quiet upstairs. For all you know, everyone else is still is is asleep at this point. Okay, you're sitting on the edge of the bed with kind of the moonlight being muffled by the thick curtain you have over the window, and there's just this sliver of moonlight on the floor on the the gnarly floorboards of your room, and you're just looking at this dagger. And as you do, you hear a voice in your head. That says, he will bring us ruin. Man, what are you talking about, dog? I've been trying to talk to you. And now you're going to come at me with some weird nonsense. Who is this now? Who are you? You don't hear an answer. God damn it. Hey everyone, Blake here, and I swear to God, these guys would roleplay till they passed out if I wasn't there. I often joke I could put their characters in a locked room with a chair, and that would just be hours of gameplay. But uh, never fear, they're about to venture out into the woods and encounter a lot more than just a chair. So uh, we'll get to that in a second, but before we do, I just want to remind you all, 
We're on social media. Reach out to us there, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We check it pretty regularly, and it's a great way to get in touch with us. So, yeah, just look for Dice Boys on uh, whatever platform you use. And if you don't, don't worry. Don't let anyone tell you that you have to. But if you are on social media, uh, keep looking out because we will be having some more maps and images coming up. I have a few hand-drawn maps that I did for this season, uh, similar to Season 1, and that stuff's going to go up on our website and on our social media as well as it becomes relevant. So keep in touch there. Uh, Also a reminder to, if you haven't done so yet, write us a review. Uh, if your heart is into it, uh, it helps us uh, know what uh, people are into and it helps other people know what they're in for when they're looking up the podcast and it helps overall just motivate us and lift us up. So, uh, yeah, shout out to anyone that's done that already, like Tim Mount or Tim underscore Mount, who said, trying to get into D&D and this podcast is the perfect way to do so. You guys make it enjoyable to listen to and the format is perfect. Please continue podcasting your campaigns. They are much appreciated. Thanks, Tim underscore Mount. You're much appreciated. And, uh, yeah, we don't intend to go anywhere. Just hopefully can (laughs) increase our turnaround time on these episodes. But, uh, yeah, we're going to keep playing D&D with a microphone in our face for a while. Without further ado, let's go back down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. So morning comes and you all gather your things in a relative focus and with not much conversation. And Judas seems to grab on to the tone of the morning and breaks his character a bit and doesn't chat too much. You all begin to head out of town and it is a late summer, almost early fall morning. It's misty and dewy. You are heading eastward along the same road that Argyle drove you on to go up to Amadeus's tower. So you're heading up the same road, which is the it's the main road that cuts across the uh, Coastway Mountains. You know that off to your right, as you head up into the mountains, is going to be the Kindry Forest, but stretching up for a vast stretch to the north is the, the Coastway Forest. The mountains are rising up above you, It's summer, so there's just wisps of snow caps on their otherwise tan and black mountainscape as you head up the road and up the hill, and you're not privileged to have a carriage this time, so you're traveling by foot, and you know that Koss had told you that it's about three days' travel to get to his father's summer estate, his family's summer estate, and you know from Judas's description that you have to follow this road for a while and eventually you will come to a side road that kind of runs parallel to the mountains and runs through through the mountain range and through the coastway forest and runs northward to go up to where the Wostone clan has their has their keep. So you're traveling along the road as you move further in elevation the residual summer heat subsides and gives way to a nice cool mountain air and it's very fresh and crisp the forest becomes more and more dense as you're traveling up the road 
the day passes, the first day passes pretty uneventfully. Judas kind of regales you with stories about the first time that he saw cosplay. Cosplay? Uh, the first time that he saw... Ah! Co- <laughs> the first time that he saw Cos perform and basically gives you the story of being, like, turning into a, a groupie and following Cos around and how they got to know each other. Yeah, he's, he's pretty talkative through most of it uh, to anyone who will listen. But also at the same time, moderately <laughs> uh, receptive to the, the tone of the party. While he talks more than anyone else, he's not talking constantly and incessantly. The day passes. You are continuing to travel eastward. It's late afternoon, and you indeed see up ahead on the road, on the, on the left, on the north side of the road, a well-crafted stone pylon that rises up with a carving in it that says, Woe Stone Way. And it has an arrow pointing northward, and there is what looks to be a very rugged and treacherous mountain road heading northward, parallel to the mountains, up through the coastway woods. Judas says to you, "This, this is uh, this is the, the, the this this is what I was telling you about. Where where, where you have to we go, we go north, and then we travel along this for a while, and 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 then you know eventually after like a day or so, we, you know, well, I, I think it's a day. I'm not really sure, but you know, eventually we'll we'll come to the 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 the, the, the road to the estate to 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 Costa's family's estate. Is it? <clears throat> Excuse me." Is it this treacherous the whole way, or is, is there a point where it gets a little bit easier for someone with, uh, you know, such small legs as I? Well, I, I mean, I, I haven't been, the, I haven't been there personally, but I, I think that, yeah, I mean, it'll get, it'll, it'll get, yeah, it'll be fine. As you turn northward onto Woestone Way and begin to cut your way through this very narrow and windy and bumpy road cutting through the forest. It becomes obvious that he is absolutely incorrect. (laughs) This road is very bumpy, and it's stunning to you all that any kind of wagon could have gone along this road to begin with. And you don't meet any travelers on this road. Which is odd because this is presumably what the Woestone clan uses to cart their wares. Indeed, as the daylight subsides and you are beginning to recognize that you need to kind of post up for the night, you see that there is a fallen tree across the road. It doesn't look like it was done intentionally, like somebody cut the tree down. Uh, It just looks like maybe it was the consequence of rot in the tree combined with the recent storm maybe has or some recent storm has caused this tree to fall over across the road but nevertheless nobody has moved it it's still just laying across this bumpy treacherous road the mountains are rising up to your right and the forest is all around you and the daylight is waning thankfully you don't have a wagon so it's easy to get over this tree, but you nevertheless realize that it's probably time to make camp for the first night. Hey, Locke, will you go to um, the woods and collect some firewood so we may start the fire and take a rest here? Yeah, boss, I can do that. Um, 
I'll just uh, empty out my sack so I can uh, store more wood. Uh, I'll be right back. I'll come with you, bub. Thanks, thanks, man. Jupus, are you good at um, hunting or? No, it's 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 Judas. I believe that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably what you said too. I I I don't know. I, I just get really excited sometimes, and I, I just miss. You were the ones so. that are familiar with this area. Are you good at hunting of any sorts? Could you maybe rustle up some grub for the for the evening, Jupus? Yeah, I. So you you want like a, you want like a rabbit or or like a squirrel or yeah I could uh, no I can totally hunt that's that is the, absolutely the, what I can the, do the leaner the meat and, and he pulls out his sword he and he's like yeah I'll go I'll go I'll go hunt something <laughs> yeah and you just realize that this is not <laughs> he's yeah, not this gonna, is like in Yanyan's headspace right now he's trying to see if this guy can actually fight or like can like what he might be good at because performance yeah. or like convincing people to do stuff is not obviously his wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, so he, he kind of trudges off aimlessly and with a little bit of trepidation. Um, Matthias, will you keep a close eye on Seth one? <laughs> <laughs> you are the woods boy, aren't you? Just make sure he doesn't get eaten by a fucking bear or anything of that sort. I feel very comfortable in the woods. This is true, but uh, there are things that I would like. I would like to look at this tree to see how long it has been here on the ground. And, uh, let him go. He will be fi- He w- he will not get more than a hundred feet into the woods and just come back and say there's nothing there. Do 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 we want food? I will go find us food, <laughs> and then I will make sure that I pr- I present it to him as if he found it. Is this, this is what you're doing? We're babysitting this man, this man boy. Yes, yes, yes. Fine. <laughs> I will go get us food, and I will babysit this man boy as he goes and hunts. And you, you just hear him say, from from the distance, he's like, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not seeing any animals. <laughs> I haven't found any animals yet, but I'll keep, I'll keep looking. I'll just, I got my sword. I'll hunt. <laughs> yes, just keep. Oh, go fast! You find find some animals. You got this. I'm just gonna give him a thumbs up. All right. So. uh Yon Yon, you and Biggle kind of begin clearing out an area near the the stump of this fallen tree. You're off the side of the road, and uh, you're you're kind of clearing out some space for camp. Uh, meanwhile, Alok, you and Dodge are out getting firewood. I want you guys both to give me perception checks. Oh, that was the one. <laughs> you roll. You got your head down, and you are I gathering. Threw, I already yeah. put you that dice over the, there. It's, you are so it's not focused coming back on to the table. Firewood. Yeah, you're so comparing on one piece of wood to another. It's, yeah, oh, like, oh, this one's better. Yeah, I don't get the best wood. This one's pissed. pretty dry, but I don't know. I think this one's drier. <laughs> Dodge eleven. Eleven. That's enough for you to notice behind a a small little outcrop of rock uh, behind some boulders. A fuzzy, furry form. <laughs> hey, Alok, look at that thing. Look at that fuzzy furry form over there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys uh he points it out to you, Alok, and you guys both see this and as you get closer How big is it? I can't believe how fuzzy this is. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's about uh it, it's hard to tell, um uh, but it, it it's about the size of a bear. Oh, it's in the distance, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So as you get closer, you realize that you are coming up on the newly murdered body of yeah. an owl bear, and Shit. it is how murdered. <laughs> 
Scale of one to ten. So <laughs> a clean a clean wound. Or are we talking like exploded? Is this like some sport murder? <laughs> uh, somewhere in between. So a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> uh, as you are looking at this thing, you realize that it has been cut up. Why don't you guys both give me a nature roll on this? So good at nature, you guys. <laughs> An 11. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a 12 and you have minus one in nature? That's, yes, I do. That's okay. a 12 for me. All right. It, it looks like parts of the body have been carved away. So Possib- the perp enjoyed it. Uh, possibly, <laughs> possibly for food. So, but it's like knife strokes. Yeah, this thing this thing has been cut into. It's so not just like killed it, it and like took the best parts of the meat. Yes. Ugh. Oh, American style. And as you are looking at it, the sounds of the forest and the busyness of what you're doing kind of kind of drops down into this somber moment as you're looking at this dead animal, this dead monstrosity. And it has been carved away at for food. You see buried into its carcass an arrow shaft and this arrow shaft is it's broken which is probably why whoever fired it left it but it is thick it is thick and grotesque and alock you know immediately what this is you know that this is an orc arrow dash what's up buddy see this right here yeah, that's a real weird arrow, man. Yeah, no. Um, well, yeah, it totally is. Um, this is this is an orc arrow. You don't say. Yeah, yeah, I've. And you kind of. I've shot a bunch of these. You kind of pull it out of the the carcass, and the arrowhead is just this rugged, vicious stone. Yeah, see how it's it. not really like rubbed down. It's a really boring thing, so we just rub it till it makes a point, and then we go on to the next one. All right. Well, I don't really follow that, but I don't think it matters. Um, <laughs> so y- what you're saying is there's an orc living about these parts. You mean to say, like, full orc, right? It's not your people be using these things. Right. If you fire an arrow, do you know it's fired by well, a half orc? Well, orc or half orc. Someone would have to. Someone would know how to make it. Yeah, this is this is not. A, half orcs live in in quote unquote polite society or civil society, as Matthias would put it, um, and <laughs> and and use and use the weaponry therein. But uh, orcs are rare and savage beings who have their own principles when it comes to crafting. Uh, yeah, crafting weapons. It is, to say the least, a little off-putting to see evidence of them this close to where you live and this close to where you are journeying. Yeah. Seeing the the carcass there, I think... Is there still anything to bring back to the party? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. Nothing? It has has been... It's been stripped. As far as you can tell with your nature roll, it has been stripped of any meaningful, edible bits. And there's just, like, bits of, not bits, but, like, large curving chunks of bone poking out of this decaying, bloody goop. Furry tough. Yeah. It's not so fuzzy up close. Not so fuzzy up close, indeed. Yeah. Um, Matthias, you are, as a druid, very quickly able to 
procure? What do you think you would find? Well, <clears throat> what I imagine Matthias is doing is uh, making sure that Judas does not know that he is there at all. Okay. He has why no intention you, of talking to Why don't to you uh, give me a stealth roll? Um, uh, that is going to be a 13. Okay. Mm, I'm going to roll for him, his perception. Mm. Jupus yeah. rolling high. Yeah, Jupus. <laughs> Got you to say it. Got him. <laughs> Uh, Judas is like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I got my sword. We're, we'll do this together. And I just walk away. Okay. I just once I get found, I just walk. Yeah, in no, the we should. You know, that's a good idea. We should. We should split our efforts so they don't find us. The um, the animals. Yeah. So I I will then just go and. <laughs> don't you want to find them? <laughs> we well, we, I mean, we, we, we don't want we because like we don't we want to find them, but we don't want them to find us. You know, that's is one more of what I'm saying. Like we want to find the animals. No, you go. You and he, he's no, no. Okay, yeah. You go. You. Go I'm off. shaking my head as I'm walking away yeah. from him. Because that's how you find direction. animals yelling yeah. loudly in the <laughs> woods as someone walking <laughs> away. Yeah, they're basically running towards yeah. Matthias yeah. at this point. <laughs> like, yeah. Just made my life way harder. Yeah, but eventually you're able to uh, procure some food, and you you do the requisite kind of like look what I have found. I'll let you bring it to the party, kind of kind of thing yeah to... i mean I, I would imagine that it's a, a collection of like a couple rabbits and maybe i put a throwing knife and a bird okay I, you okay. know yeah, and i've great. got like i come back with like a you know insert rabbit. hunting montage yeah, exactly <laughs> hunting montage drag it back and then i just <laughs> go <laughs> just th- throw a rabbit carcass at his feet and be like you can bring this one back it's it was uh I killed it the most brutally, so people will, they will believe that you killed it, because uh, all these other ones, yeah, it's a very clean kill. Eventually, everyone comes back to, uh, comes back to the camp, and at this point, Yon Yon, you and Biggle have, like, got the beginnings of a fire going, and Alok and Dodge come back with some firewood. The beginnings, the beginnings of, of a fire. Yeah, we got a fucking rager. Okay, going. And we got Great. a lot of firewood coming. back. I pulled the life right. force out of yeah. shit. I think I could How build a fire. How many spell slots have you put down on this fire? Let's not talk about <laughs> that, dude. But no, roll for slots? it. Roll dude. for it. No, 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 no. Uh, roll for fire build. I'll yes. roll for fire build. Oh, please <laughs> do. Roll for fire build. All right, fine. That's a seventeen. I don't oh. know what I'm adding to that, but I'm going to assume that's okay. I was helping <laughs> him, so yeah. Do you want right, to add great. To that? So there's a rager of a fire going with plenty of firewood and food. We're having a great time. We're just reminiscing about the old days and starting a business and talking about, you know, Judas. And <laughs> <laughs> but eventually uh, the, the night wanes on and the exhaustion of the day and the previous day's battle with the rat folk and just the anxiety of what is to come brings you all um, to rest. And I'm just curious to know... Do, I'm assuming you set up a watch. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, I'm sure around dinner time, while we're all eating, I'll mention the orc arrow and that we should probably be stay close to camp and just try to get a good night's rest and get out and leave. Don't want to deal with them. All right. Well, Alok, you being, um, um, you know, <laughs> related to these orcs, maybe you can start the first watch. What did you just say? Because I'm related to these people? Is that what you said? Yes, that's what I said. This is not very good uh, fire conversation, but I must <laughs> say, uh, bringing in racism I don't know the situation. whose as, as arrow it was, boss, but it wasn't mine. 
and it was nobody that I knew. Well, as the boss, I relinquish my responsibilities for a watch. I'm going to go to bed and not be privy to this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to do the first watch, boss. But don't talk to me like that. I won't work for you. Oof. Heavy. I'm going to put my hand on the lock. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a fellow half, half something. This was, uh, this was impressive. You continue to impress me, Alok. Ooh, you said your name right this time. <laughs> I, I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> I will be on the first vault with you. I don't right, say anything. I'm just very <laughs> just confu- confused. Yeah, I'm just confused because you're a You don't know what orc. line you crossed. And yeah, you're an orc. So I did, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, um, just turn and kind of walk away. So like, with, okay. Yeah. So with this moment of tension, the, the night uh, subsides. Alok and Matthias are going to take the first watch. Who's going to pick up for the rest of the night? Well, I guess Sounds that like Biggles me, out. don't it? I only need this four won't hours, be for so like, I can yeah. take two. Okay. I'll take the last one. Okay. There's uh, basically four watches that need to be done. And Judas says, like, I, 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 I'll do the third watch. If that's, if Alok and Matthias do the first one, and then Matthias does the second one, and then, and, and then I'll do the third one, and then, and then Dodge does the fourth one. That, like, I, like, I, I can, I can do the, I can, do, I can, I can do it. I believe that Yon Yon should be ready to uh, at least accompany you for the third watch. I know. I'll, t- I, yes, I was going to say, I'll, I'll, we will do it together. That's right. Cause you're, as, an elf as well. Yeah, yes, you we, only need four hours. Yeah. We will do it together, my friend. Okay, great. Me and Jupus. All right, so Alok and Matthias, while everyone goes to sleep and the fire is dimming, the woods become a little bit more encroached and the darkness surrounds you. Give me perception checks. I feel like we would be sitting around fire having a conversation. Um, okay, yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to have a moment. So, Elok, tell me, what did you find in the woods? Something about orcs? I'll be staring into the fire and the coals and just still kind of steaming and thinking. And I found what I think was an owl bear at one time. But it was... It was hacked up. It was filleted. It was stripped. There was nothing on it. Someone cleaned it. And I found an orc arrow sticking in it. It was broken off. This is quite concerning. And it wasn't that far away. If you would be willing to stay by the fire, I would like to uh, patrol the perimeter. If you would be so inclined. Yeah, I'm fine. I got this. And I'm going to walk into the shadows and turn into a tiger. Okay. And then do concentric circles kind of around the camp, expanding out as it goes. I'm trying to get a... If they're going to come from anywhere, I want to fucking know. Okay. Alok, you see Matthias walk into the darkness out of the firelight. Uh, you have dark vision, but uh, it's still with the firelight kind of shining in your eyes. It's kind of hard to make it out, but you just you see this dim form of him dropping down onto the ground, and he kind of disappears into the brush. Matthias, give me a perception check as a tiger, I guess, with advantage. 
Uh, that's a nat 20. Damn. Perception. Perception. Five out of five third Perception. eyes. All right, so you are a couple dozen feet away from the camp. Almost immediately as you turn into a tiger, you don't hear, you smell something coming from both the north and the south toward the camp. You can sense two figures coming from the south and one figure coming from the north. And they're moving very quietly through the woods. But it is your tiger senses and your sense of smell that is alerting you to them. I will circle back to the camp as a tiger and I will run up to where Alok is. Mm -hmm. And I'll kind of nuzzle up against his leg really quickly. And then I'll... Wait, hold on. Hold on. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> a couple dozen feet? That's 24 feet. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. That's tiger running issue. out of the woods. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, that's woods. terrifying. Alok, have you seen Matthias be a tiger before? I have not. Yeah, you have. Uh, Earlier yesterday. And you when just watched was, me turn into when one. we were fighting those rat folks. Okay. Okay. In okay. the street. Right? You were it's still then, right? weird, though. I mean, it it is, is, oh, yeah, it's it weird. Very, oh, yeah, it's, it's off-putting, hence the to leg say nuzzle. the least. So I mean, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm familiar enough. Yeah, so yeah. you kind of you like you see this tiger running with a purpose toward the toward the firelight, and you pull out your weapon, and it kind of nuzzles up against you, and you you remember like, oh yeah, that's right, Matthias can turn into animals now. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> 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 uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh uh, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I paw on the ground. I make an arrow, <laughs> draw, south, draw an orc on, the and then <laughs> two slashes going south. Okay, and then I just run north. Nice. Alok, give me an insight check to see if you can figure out what the hell he means by this little pawing in the ground. Yeah, that's a 19. Plus two. Yeah. Yeah, so you know that two figures are coming toward the camp. You don't know what they are. From that direction. From the south. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to... Is everybody just kind of like laying around the the campfire? Or I'm they, in a tent. You're in a tent? You balling? <laughs> you glamping? You glamping? Who's right. carrying just, your tent, might I ask? I carried it myself. Oh, okay. You glamping? It's, it's like, sorry, wait. Is being a tent glamping? That's not glamping. That's just fucking camping. That's <laughs> <laughs> just standard. Like, I'm going out. I'm, I got this thing that I'm going to sleep in. That's camping. No, yeah, I got that one is, of those that big That is the family tents. feud yeah, number one choice. Yeah, choice of, of camp. <laughs> yeah. I got, no, 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 no. Beagle has like an eight person tent all to himself. Yeah. That's there you go. That's fine. Glamping. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. it's not glamping. With DJ Roomba riding yeah, along. I got, I got like Christmas lights hanging up. Uh, I got the whole thing. There's Xbox. no Christmas lights because there's no electricity <laughs> yeah, the in this world. Xbox, the newest yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's got Forza Motorsport. Tom Haverford. <laughs> yeah, it's here. Tom Haverford camping. Yeah. So I'm going to walk over to your tent, Biggle, and I'm going to rap on it. Um, just like slap my hand against it and be like, Boss, we got company. Boss, we got company. As you do that, 
an arrow flies towards you. I'm gonna catch it. (laughs) (laughs) You have to let him know. And pierces your arm. Through your hand, though. You still catch it. Yeah. It's a different kind of catch. Because that's what you do. Yeah, you try to catch it the wrong way. You put your palm up like a baseball coming into a mitt, which you want to come to the side. So you just grab the fucking point as it hits you in the palm. I mean, he can still catch it with his body. And you take. That's what they teach you in football. You don't catch the ball with your hands, you catch it with your body. Yeah, Yeah, and as you catch this arrow with the body of your arm. (laughs) No, you catch it with your body. No, nope. Nope. Catch it with your body. As you catch this arrow with the body that is your arm, you take five points of damage. Okay. Meanwhile, Matthias. Yes. You are running toward the scent of what you smelled to the north. Mm -hmm. With a comparable speed to the one that you have, a figure is closing in on the camp. It's almost as soon as you begin running up that direction. Are you trying to be stealthy or are you... I'm going right at this thing. You're going right at it. No, I'm going, yeah, full at this thing. Okay, you get a good look at this thing. You've never seen an orc in person until now. Ooh, okay, yeah. It is about seven feet tall. That's tall. Its hide is this kind of greenish black leathery hide. It has this protruding jaw with a giant underbite in big teeth coming out and it has what can only be described as war paint painted on its body okay. with raw weird bits of animal hung oh, over and it I smell it too yeah, yeah it is like just in my nose it has a huge axe that looks very juxtaposed to its kind of like raw primal presence this axe looks very well made actually hmm Interesting. It's running toward the camp, and it sees you coming and gets surprised, and we will all have to roll initiative. Yikes, uh, there are still some tensions in the party, some of them residual from their last adventure, but some of them new. And now, in the midst of that tension, savage and unexpected foes in the form of these orcs. How will the party, including Judas, fare during this fight, uh, in the middle of the forest, in the middle of the night, with a new and unknown enemy? To find out, tune in next week. Uh, before I say goodbye to y'all, I uh, just want to remind you, we are still looking for voicemails for the end of episodes for season two so if you would like to call us and leave a quick voicemail uh, telling a story about something hilarious that happened in one of your campaigns something frustrating something memorable please do so we want to use this platform to share not just our stories but your stories too uh the the number is 503-765-5807 and yeah just call us leave us a voicemail and you'll get featured at the end of an episode i want to say thank you to our friends in the band beach party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off the album Broken Machine. You can check them out at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com. And I also want to send out a special thank you to the amazing 
an inspiring composer, Matt Marble, whose music was featured as the theme uh, for Koskahava, as the music that Koskahava was playing, and whose music uh, and personality inspired me to create the character of Kos and Kos's spiritual understanding of what the Orem, this magic that courses through this world, what it really is and how to access it. So uh, I encourage everyone listening to check out Matt's music. Uh, he's got a very eclectic and um, diverse portfolio of incredible music. And you can find all that on Spotify if you look for his name, uh, Matt Marble. Or you should, which I encourage you to do, you should check out his website, which is mattmarble.net. And that's Matt with two T's, marble like you would think it's spelled. Uh, <laughs> And there's some great stuff on there. So please go check out Matt's website. Uh, we're going to be shouting him out all season because he's that amazing of an artist and that gracious to let us use his stuff. So thank you, Matt. And last, as always, thank you to everyone listening for all the moments you create, for all the gaming you're doing. Don't stop. Keep it up. And remember, the right play is the fun play. <laughs>